0: Okay, a very warm welcome to this XTC network uh, AMA series, the Ask Me Anything series. Uh, Welcome viewers. My name is Minu, and uh, I would be the moderator for this AMA session. And a quick introduction about myself. Uh, I'm a blockchain technology evangelist and I help the founders to scale up the communities. And I do have a a blockchain podcast channel called uh, Blockchain Hustle and through this channel, I try to bridge the gaps between the different blockchain concepts to the actual real life applications. So do subscribe to the Blockchain Hustle uh, channel if you really like this episode. So a quick uh, thing about introduction about this series, this XTC Network Ask Me Anything series. When we started this uh, Ask Me Anything series uh, with the various partners and the application teams who have their projects on the XTC network or people who have partnered uh, with the XTC network, the Zinfin team. And the objective here is to kind of create an awareness uh, of the XTC network complete ecosystem. So which would mean the project owners, the partners, and the various stakeholders, including you, the community. And uh, when we talk about the partners and the project owners, we are also talking about what they have in their uh, offerings and about their communities also. So the end objective here is to scale up this XTC network community. So our first uh, first guest for the series is uh, Mr. Anish Jain, who is the MD and CEO of WhatsApp. And a very warm welcome to you, Anish.
1: Um, thanks, thanks, Meenu, for having me on the series and uh, starting your series with me. It's it's a real <laughs> honor to be here. Thank you so
0: okay. much. Okay. So, Anish, uh, it would be great if you could just start off this session with uh, sharing a quick background about yourself and uh, also as to what WhatsApp is all about.
1: Sure. Um, Thanks, Meenu. Um, Well, I am Anish. I've been in the payment space for a little over um, um, 20 years now. Uh, I started my career back in India with an airline and moved into American Express where um, I moved through different departments uh, in the payment space. I worked in uh, Asia, then I worked in Europe, then I was back in Asia. Um, And then I was headhunted by MasterCard to start their prepaid card program. Um, and also their financial programs um, globally um, and since then i've been in singapore so i've been in singapore since 2011 and um, um, again um, doing various things in the payment space in 2017 i left mastercard um, to start um, what we call is what's Now um, with the company that, that i'm working for uh, what's is essentially a digital assets payment platform um, which is it is an interoperable infrastructure uh, we are in the b2b space where we enable banks uh, uh financial institutions uh, and other institutions who are whoever is uh, in the payment space merchants airlines etc cetera, etc cetera, to participate in this ecosystem using digital assets now digital assets of course are of various forms and factors that are uh, digital currencies, the stable coins, and of course, the emerging CBDC. Um, so, what's Pay pro- does um, uh, build and provide the infrastructure for pretty much everything, um, and also the interoperability between all these
0: different layers, um, as we know. Mm. Okay, so a good veteran from the payment uh, industry space, right?
1: Yes, I guess, uh, see, um, w- when I was with MasterCard and American Express, there was a lot which was going on. And, um, yeah, prepaid cards was the only newest thing which we could call newest in the payment space, which is actually not that new, debit cards yeah. are existed, um, yeah. but those were the answer to solve financial inclusion, those were the answer to reduce cost of payment, those were uh, or prepaid cards were considered to to solve all world problems, but that's not the case. And I, I saw yeah. it firsthand, I pretty much built the uh, prepaid uh, platform for Mastercard from scratch. Um, and something more was needed. And around that time, in 2015, 2014, um, the blockchain emergence started. Ethereum came into light, et cetera, et cetera. And you could see the real use cases. And digitization through use of digital wallets had already kind of started, right? So it made sense for these digital assets to somehow uh, interact with these digital wallets, which has not happened uh, in, in a proper fashion or way so far. Um, yeah. And that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to solve. Um, so we're trying to merge the or create a hybrid solution where the old world meets the new. Um, the consumer's experience pretty much stays uh, consistent. Uh, we're not asking the consumer to learn about Ethereum or blockchain or uh, whatnot. Uh, all we want, the, all the consumer wants to do is make payments. Um, all the merchant wants to do is accept payments, and that's what they yeah. do. in um, mm-hmm. System as well. It's just that we apply various methodologies. Um, which which then eliminate the need of uh, manual uh, intervention or validation could be then online or validation could be on the chain, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then now with the emergence of CBDC, of course, this this makes a lot more sense um, yeah. because um, it, it is blockchain-based, right? So, uh, but these are, of course, based on private chains, at least as per what's what's out there in the market right now or what's, what's projected to be coming out. And we then provide interoperability layers where we, we allow these chains to interact with each other or allow the consumer um, traveling from Singapore into Dubai or Dubai into Singapore, make transactions using uh, uh, foreign exchanges or foreign, uh, foreign exchange-based CBDCs. So those are the things that we are testing. Um, a lot of these things are in the test phase. A lot of these things are reality. A lot of these, some of these programs are in implementation. Um, but there is a lot which is going on. It's a very exciting space to be in at this point. Mm.
0: Yeah, the technology kind of opens up the avenues where you think, yes, I can solve this challenge rather than using technology for the technology's sake, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the, the applications are, are, are just mind-boggling. And mm-hmm. wherever you look, you can see that uh, the technology can be applied and it can make a difference. And it actually can make a difference. We're mm. not talking about competing on cents and dimes. So we're not talking about making the cost of transaction cheaper. Mm. I think cost of transaction is already very cheap, in, especially mm. in developed markets, not in underdeveloped mm. markets. Yeah. Um, uh, cross-border transactions, in certain cases, yes, they are cheap. But in mm. several other cases, they are not very cheap. Um, so yes, cost is is a factor. But I think it, m- the more important is uh, is fraud management. Uh, yeah. is live validation of transactions, which is possible over blockchain but not possible in any other scenario. Um, mm-hmm. And also removing intermediaries from the ecosystem, uh, mm-hmm. wherein the transaction should not pass through five intermediaries before it reaches, reaches its intended recipient. It should be from uh, mm-hmm. the sender to the recipient. And that's what blockchain enables and that's where that's where we pay mm-hmm. part. Um, so the application in terms of consumer use or the end consumer use may not be that apparent right away, um, mm-hmm. but um, it will it will just sink in as part of your life uh, over, mm-hmm. over, over a longer period of time. I and mean, we're talking about electric cars, we're talking about drones, we're talking about lots of other technology which is happening, remote e-healthcare, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How do mm-hmm. you make that? So sitting in Singapore, it's easy, but if you're mm-hmm. sitting in 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 a in a in second world or third world country, it's a little more difficult. So yeah. that's what that's what we're trying to solve for uh, as part of the holistic proposition.
0: Great, awesome. So uh, I would put more of the time on the community questions because that's what the, uh, this AMA is all about. So Anish, we did get a very overwhelming response to this AMA and several questions. So thanks a lot, community, for that response. Greatly appreciated. So I'll get on to the questions from the community and uh, Anish what done is I have categorized those questions under different buckets. So we would first start with something which got the maximum amount of responses and that one is on the what's Pay token the WTK on the XTC network. So before I get on to those questions the first one here is what is the connection between pay and the XTC network? How do they relate?
1: Uh, well, we we have I, we have a very good partnership between the two companies. Um, and that partnership goes beyond just exchanging technology and infrastructure. Um, and um, we, we are glad to be partners with XTC. And XTC has shown support and uh, interest um, in, in the pay ecosystem. Um, see, HDC set out with a vision, which is which is which was to uh, transform trade finance. Um, and Wazpay set out with a vision, which is to transform payments. Um, and HDC has been extremely extremely successful when it comes to trade finance-based uh, transactions and how they have they've uh, incorporated blockchain into the uh, ecosystem. And similar is what we are trying to do. Um, so there are a lot of similarities. We operate again in, in a very similar uh, paradigm wherein there is a sender, there is a receiver, there is, there is a validator. Um, so there is, there are, there is a lot of uh, similarities. Um, also the HTC protocol of course, um, is, 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 a, is, is a protocol that what WTK is also moving over to, and that's also because of a lot of things which it has been built with, uh, kept in mind, right? So. Things like TPS, things like um, uh, faster settlements, et cetera, et cetera, which completely which work uh, with what WTK intends to do. So the relationship with HTC is, is at many poles. Of course, we, we we exchange technology, we exchange notes, what we're doing in the free markets, the markets that we're trying to activate. Uh, yeah. And of course, WTK will also ride on the HTC protocol. So uh, so there is, there's a, there's a lot of issues going on.
0: Good. Yes. So now the question which had been on everybody's lips or fingertips, I would say here, is uh, the question is that when can we expect the WTK on the XTC network? So I remember Um, you had uh, sorry. sorry. Okay. No, no, I I recollect one of the tweets uh, in which you mentioned, I guess that was when you were in Dubai for the festival. You mentioned that uh, WTK has found a new home on the XTC network. Can you just elaborate on that?
1: Yes, so uh, as I said, I mean, we we will be, the WTK token will be available on the XTC protocol. Um, It will be available both on ERC and XTC. Um, And um, there is a reason that we want to offer our consumers or uh, the choice uh, of various protocols. Um, and the, the, there is a chance that it will be available on others as well as we move along in the future. Um, but um, with, on the HTC protocol, it, WTK will be available towards the end of this year. Uh, we are already working on um, enabling the technology. See, it's mm-hmm. not very straightforward getting a token onto another protocol exactly. um, because there is there is a lot, there are a lot of users who are holding our token. Uh, there are also businesses who are already. Uh, using our token to interact uh, or, or make settlements or make transactions, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to make sure that the enablement is seamless. Um, and there's a bridge which is which which will which will be formed. Um, and on these, these tokens could be either swapped or these could be held in different uh, in both protocols, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that work is ongoing. Um, there, is, there is a collaborative effort between the two companies right now, and that's that's ongoing. And we can hope to have it uh, towards the end of this year, which is just hardly uh, any time left. One yeah.
0: Month. yeah.
1: We are working we very hard.
0: The Christmas break.
1: So we are not getting a Christmas break. No. <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, till this is done, we don't have a break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, because yes, when
0: you're talking about the migration, we do have another question as to how would this XRC20 migration work. And also, if you have deployed a token on Synfin Network, which you said, of course, towards the end of the year, uh, to do share the transaction hash and the contact address.
1: Yes. I mean, it's not been deployed yet, um, yeah. as I said, so the work mm-hmm. is ongoing. Uh, mm-hmm. But once it's ready, and once it's ready for, for people to use and people to look and feel, of course, all the details in will be shared. There will be FAQs mm-hmm. which will be available on our online forums um, and everywhere, it will be published wherever uh, necessary as well. Um, We will have a a customer service desk as well, which will help people uh, walk through that journey uh, Mm. when that happens. So all of that does take time. It does take time from technology development, deployment, testing phase, Um, and also then um, what we sometimes don't realize is is also the support that we need to build when such a migration happens. because um, if if you don't have the proper support, you know, proper FAQs, a lot of things can go wrong. Um, mm-hmm. So we're trying to minimize that, trying our best. Um, so so, and of course, this is while we are doing a um, hundred other things as well. So, but this is this is this is the top priority from a WTK
0: token standpoint. Okay, good, good, great to hear that. Yeah. So one more question before I go on to the next category, Anesh. Is uh, apart from WTK on the XTC network, do you see any other areas of synergy or collaboration with the XTC network, the team there?
1: Yes, so we are. Uh, we are working, as I said, the, the collaboration with XTC is many folds. Uh, mm-hmm. We are trying to figure out use cases where we can use their existing uh, network or their mm-hmm. existing time base or resource base uh, mm-hmm. and plug in hours. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, um, something which is a liquidity pool is is what we look at in the future of sharing, especially on the remittance front, um, mm-hmm. because that's where XTC or the Zinfin protocol or the Zinfin ecosystem is already very relevant, where they're doing yep. trade financial transactions sure. across the border. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. With the way we are trying to solve for remittance, of mm-hmm. course, um, mm-hmm. that's where XTC really, really excels. Um, and um, we would look at those endpoints and utilize those endpoints either as a white label or under the ACC brand or the Wattpay brand. So the, that, that collaboration is definitely ongoing. Um, and again, there are lots of other things. The ACC token will also be available on the Wattpay ecosystem. Uh, mm-hmm. It will Go. be used for, for settlement like, like it is. Uh, the WTK is being used for the merchants, et cetera, et cetera. So all of those will happen. There, there, there is um, uh, also coordinated marketing efforts, which will happen um on some of these programs are like um, so there is a lot that that we're looking at doing with xdc and again um i mean it's 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 established brand xdc um, and we are an upcoming and growing brand um, so it makes sense for us to learn from what they have already achieved or what we can uh, what we can take as as good takeaways from from their experience
0: sounds exciting yes <laughs> so while you're talking on that let's get on to the second hot topic here which is yes. exchange listings. So there have been a lot of questions like uh, there was one question I think in one of the AMAs you had mentioned about uh, what space is going to come on is going to be listed on another exchange in October which was last month and then people have said more exchange listings needed urgently. <laughs>
1: See, exchange listings are interesting, and exchange listings also um, give us, um, of course, give us a lot, a lot more visibility and um, uh, expansion. And it's, it also gives us scope for expansion. But um, and we have done our listing last month, so we are we are now also available on BitTrue,
0: um,
1: mm-hmm. True Exchange, uh, end of last month. Uh, But now for us, the next uh, hot topic uh, was, of course, uh, uh, enabling the WTK token on the HTC network. So that is something which you would see happen in the next month or two. And uh, Mm -hmm. post that, we would look at if there is a need for other exchanges to be added. Um, And of course, this will also depend on geographic expansion probably. Uh, where we expand and where do we need uh, liquidity providers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And that's where we would be or we may connect into new exchanges. Uh, So that we are always on the lookout um, on what is is relevant and where we need to be more relevant. So definitely two exchanges is not the end of it. There will be more exchanges. Uh, But right away, right now, Not sure. Uh, Hmm. Probably uh, quarter one, quarter two next year, we we can look at more exchanges coming or more announcements regarding new exchanges coming. Good, good, good.
0: That's good. Yes. steadily, right?
1: Steady, yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, next we have uh, a few questions on the tokenomics. So the first question here is when would the revised white paper and your updated tokenomics be released?
1: Uh, this is this is it's, again it's a hot topic internally uh, because there is a lot lot of work which is ongoing. Uh, see, we cover a lot of uh, uh, a lot of fields, a lot of uh, territories when it comes to payments, um, mm-hmm. and whatever we write in our white paper also has a repercussion in terms of regulatory uh, concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, or as I as, uh, as what we stand for, we do work with the regulator closely, or we do work with banks and financial institutions or regulated entities closely. So we Mm -hmm. have to be cognizant of the fact that what do we put in these white papers, or what do we put in these tokenomics? So a lot of discussion, a lot of time Mm -hmm. gets taken up. And I know there's been uh, versions internally, or there have been versions which have been shared with legal or compliance, et cetera, et cetera. There's there's a lot of uh, reiterations which are currently ongoing. when we started, we were a Singapore-based company which was focused on Southeast Asia. And now we are a company which in Southeast Asia with four offices outside of Asia um, and expanding. So we need to, we need to look at a lot of things. And we are, we are working through that. Um, so yes, the white paper and tokenomics, we're working on it. Um, and that's exactly the reason why it said more exchange listings will have to wait till all of this is finalized. So, yeah. I think um, once we, one towards the end of this year, early next year, you would see the new white paper and the tokenomics okay. Um, okay. formally published uh, by us.
0: Okay, so towards the end or the early next year, right?
1: Early next year. Yeah, so uh, between December and January, that's where we plan to publish um, the new tokenomics and the new white paper officially. Okay, good.
0: So, something on a similar line. Uh, there is one one question is there on what is the total supply of tokens and are there any airdrops?
1: So the total supply, okay, so uh, I've, I've heard this question internally as well. Uh, so um, the total supply is 150 million and it will remain to be 250 million. So even with the new tokenomics and white paper, et cetera, coming in, that is not changing. We are not adding new supply. That remains uh, constant. Supply. That will Mm -hmm. remain to be constant. Uh, We will also have a burn mechanism, which we Mm -hmm. had previously promised. Uh, What we will do is we will have a lot more clarity on that burn mechanism, et cetera, et cetera, as well. So the token supply does not change. Uh, We have no intentions of changing it at this point in time. Uh, There is no requirement for it. Um, um, We do see the use case uh, at the current supply um, a lot more relevant. Um, So that remains to be pretty much um, static at this point.
0: What about airdrops,
1: Anish? Uh, airdrops, not right away. Um, <coughs> um, but we are looking at airdrops in the future to incentivize um, okay. and to run incentive-based programs as well. Uh, mm-hmm. We have started some other programs with, with the launch of the new exchange uh, with BitTru, such as staking, etc. Um, mm-hmm. So all these programs are in the works um, um, and we would we will be introducing all of these uh, future
0: releases as well okay yeah so you mentioned about the token burn so would you have some kind of a schedule that you could share here for the tokens burn
1: so yes happy to share that and this is something which will also uh fare in our or which will also feature in our uh published economics so this is something which has already been agreed for um so whatever uh, revenue that we generate from the wtk token uh, in the world's ecosystem, now mm-hmm. let me Clarify over here. The WorldSpay ecosystem is pretty large. So the BroadSpay ecosystem also processes USDT, BTC, ETH, et cetera, et cetera, based transactions. And there is WTK. So whatever is the revenue that we see from WTK, um, in a quarter, uh, we will um, burn 5% of that supply in the next quarter.
0: 5%.
1: Percent of that yeah, supply. Okay. Um, so in quarter three um, of two, 2021, the revenue that we generated from the WTK token itself, this is the, again, this is not the company revenue, but mm-hmm. this is revenue from the token, was around $500,000. Uh, and we will be burning about $25,000 worth of supply in this quarter, which is quarter four. Um, and that's something which is being, which is now a final, uh, finalised economics, and it will also feature um, mm-hmm. the document that we share. So um, again, the quarter three for us was more of testing, so those revenues are far from actual real revenues that we expect in quarter four, which are mm-hmm. supposed to be much larger. Um, and so those numbers would keep on increasing and uh, we will also publish a formula of how these could be tracked on an ongoing basis and how these numbers will be made available. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, so that's something which is already being agreed and we will burn $25,000 worth of supply or we'll buy it back from the market at different uh, different mediums, and we will be burning that supply
0: back. Great, thanks. I guess uh, that was one question which several uh, people had asked, so I said yes that is something which we need to put across here so <laughs> the next one anish i would like to talk something on the product and i must say it was very heartening uh, to see th- those questions on the product because you see people are usually focusing on the price of a token but when they go apart from the price of the token when they go also into what is the product what are the uses etc that's very heartening at least for me to yes <laughs> people are interested in the product in the company and not just you know just as a speculative thing so, yeah, so what some of the questions on the product is like, the, when would a debit card be available and an app, for example?
1: So, a debit card, or what we call as the prepaid card, uh, because uh, mm-hmm. de- the difference here, the difference between a debit and a prepaid card. At least, again, because I come from payments, so for me, it is a very specific difference. Uh, prepaid card is which could be funded by any any bank account or any account in the back end. So it could okay. be a cryptocurrency account, it could be a crypto wallet, etc. And a debit card has to be linked to a savings account. Uh, so prepaid card offering um, is already available. Um, so we can issue prepaid cards through our platform. Um, now, there has been a little bit of a change in, in what, what Spay was two years ago or what, what Spay is today. Uh, initially, our plan was to go B2C, wherein we would issue these prepaid cards directly to our consumer. Um, but mm-hmm. since since last year, we changed our direction to be B2B because that's where we found a lot more relevance or we found that we could add a lot more value. And that's where um, the, the development could add a lot of lot more value and there was a need in it. Mm-hmm. so these credit cards would be uh, uh, are available and these could be available to our to our customer uh, through their own banking uh, client or through their own financial institution who would opt mm-hmm. to work with us. so we will have one of these customers live in in uh, in uh, quarter one next year um, and if, if they opt to uh, issue prepaid cards through us, they would be able to do so. So that, that, but it will carry their brand, but yeah. Uh, yeah. user would be able to uh, use this prepaid card to pay from his crypto wallet or digital asset wallet.
0: Okay, okay, good, good, yeah. So the other one is on, uh, how are the businesses using your network to save money?
1: So um, save money, um, I'm not sure save money, is the, again, is the right verbatim right, right, uh, for it, but how businesses are using our network. Uh, yeah. Let me give you a few examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, what we are doing is we are providing custodial services to a financial institution who otherwise did not have the capability to do so. So this financial institution could be a bank. This financial institution could be uh, somebody who has customers or who has regulatory approval to hold customers. And currently they could only offer an offering uh, in fiat. But with us, we we connect into these financial institutions or these uh, these operators through APIs, and they're able to provide custodial services on-ramp, on-ramp, off-ramp services um, for digital assets as well. And this is all regulated under the regulations. So that's the the interesting part. Basically, we could we could go, uh, the technology can go and make uh, enable a bank to become an exchange uh, pretty much or provide custodial services or parts of those services as and when or as and what the bank opts to do. Uh, so that's one part of it. So that's what we call the issuance side of the business. And then there is the acquiring side of the business wherein we are enabling merchants to start accepting digital assets. So um, again, we're working through network aggregators or merchant aggregators. Um, who would who would then brand this? Um, um, so let's say if you land on a duty free uh, sometime soon in the very near future, you would be able to make payments with digital assets, and you would know that what which which brand is enabling that. So um, so that those are the kind of programs that we are doing right now, um, and also on the remittance side. On the remittance side, basically we are connecting, um, and that's where we are also working with XZC network we are connecting uh, cross-border transactions uh, through messaging and through something what we call as Remittance 3.0, um, wherein, um, um, of course, Remittance could be made significantly cheaper and faster um, with lots of options uh, for, for the sender and the receiver. So those are the those are the three line items where um, in, our clients work with us, which is custodial services or the issuance side, acquiring mm-hmm. side, and on the remittance side. Um, on the settlement side, so yeah. the good thing is uh, we already have a gaming program which is live, um, which has been live since since quarter three, um, and we will have a couple of programs on the issuance side and on the acquiring side going live uh, this month, uh, this year, and early next year. So there's a lot which is in store, um, mm-hmm. and that's why we're mm-hmm. ramping up uh, pretty significantly and pretty fast as well to support all these programs going into the market.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds quite exciting, Anish. I must say. Um, yes,
1: it is a lot of work which is going on, and uh, I must say the team is working twenty four seven, trying to trying to make sure that that we deliver on time.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, so talking about the team, uh, what are the growth? I mean, how 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 strong is your team now, and what is uh, your growth plans with respect to the team?
1: Our number changes every day, uh, pretty much every day. We're hiring. We're hiring pretty much every every day. Um, we have an office in Singapore now. Uh, we've just set up an office in India. Uh, we have an office in Dubai now. Um, we were um, in Singapore, um, and of course, we we have a very strong team in Indonesia as well. Um, and we are hiring. We're still hiring. Um, we are around fifty. Um, we were four beginning of the year. Uh, we are around 50 now and uh, as per the current plans we will be about 125 like what you want so um there is it's a very street trajectory um mm-hmm. and bless our HR because they're doing a phenomenal job trying to get people in trying to train people trying to get things going because it's just not hiring but it, the real work actually starts after hiring and yeah. that's with training getting people acquainted and because we are in we are not in we're just not a normal business which is doing day-to-day things. We are in a disruptive state so there is always something which is changing or there's always something which is evolving or something new which is happening. So uh, we, we're blessed to have a very good and um, energetic team which comes from different walks of um, life. We, we have some really good people who've joined us in the Middle East very recently uh, yeah. Some some new people who joined us in India, um, head of HR, head of finance, uh, head of tech, um, and also some uh, really nice people who joined us in Singapore. And there are a couple of um, um, pretty brilliant hires that we are looking to come on board very soon. Um, yeah. It's just uh, everybody's serving their notice period and um, coming
0: on board. Okay, good, good. Yeah, because I, I did notice one of your announcements on a new development center in New Day. That was a recent one, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So we had that development center. Initially, it was planned for about 50 people, but we ran out of space, so we have another development center now. So yeah. uh, um, Again, I mean, it's 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 a good problem to have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was
0: thinking the same, yeah. Uh,
1: so it's a good problem to have, but... Uh, Right now, it's um, internally it's it's chaotic. So there is a lot of chaos because everybody mm. is trying to run from point A to point B and trying to do
0: mm.
1: where they've not even reached yet. But it's it's a good chaos to have, mm. um, and I'm, I'm sure we will we will emerge as victors on the other side. Um, mm. So yeah, hats off to the team for doing doing the work they're doing and sticking with us and awesome. pushing this forward. One
0: one last question on this, Anish. There was this question, I guess, from uh, a couple of developers, if I'm not mistaken, as to when are the WT, uh, WTK services going to open up in Canada and any North American team that the developers can work with to build something?
1: So there is an ongoing discussion that we have, um, um, a business discussion that we have, um, we have with, with a team in Canada, uh, not on the development side. Our development backbone will remain to be Delhi, India. Um, that's where all the development will happen, the development center is, or shared services, as we call it, where all the shared services are based. Um, but we will have front-end teams or front-end customer service teams in these markets. So there are discussions which are already going in, uh, ongoing in North America. Um, uh, that's where we are looking at expanding next and annual- Europe um so these two markets there are, there are lots of discussions uh but we're just taking our time to um, kind of take everything in from what we're doing in middle east and africa and what we're doing in southeast asia get a couple of programs live hit the ground um and get the teams in place because um before we add more we need to we need to make sure that that we cover ground properly uh, what we what we have already which is a lot so um, <laughs> so yes there's a lot which is going on but um, as in when we expand more or we have more clarity on what we are doing in canada and the other we will we will of course reach out to the community through again our official channels or of forum on the website uh, to let people know and if they want to engage with us happy to. Use. good good good
0: so that was i guess pretty insightful and uh, we're running out of time but uh, before I wrap up this episode, Anish, is there any point, any topic uh, that I haven't covered up, we haven't covered up, and that you would like to share at this forum?
1: Um, no, I mean, um, th- those questions were brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, you know, those, those were nice questions. And um, um, we are overwhelmed with the support that we've received, uh, and we're very happy with the support that we've received and the attention that we've received. I'm glad um, that, like you said, that uh, the community is interested in the product, not just the price of the token. Uh, to be very honest, that's what drives us as well, which is which is the product and how we can build more utility around the token. CWTK is is of course uh, the, the 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 hero token of what's paid, but there are there is a lot more which is coming um, in quarter one, quarter two. Um, and we'll just like everybody to stay tuned for that and just just see what happens because there's a lot of interesting stuff that we're trying to do, especially in the loyalty space and trying to introduce new things in the loyalty space as well. So um, um, we're out out to change payments forever. Uh, We're out to change how the look and feel uh, of payments will be. Payments won't be boring. uh, We can promise you that in a couple of months, they'll be a lot more interesting. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we intend to do. And uh, happy to stay connected.
0: Thank you. So thanks a lot, Anish, for your time, as well as for all this share of insights and information. Thanks a lot. And uh, community viewers, thanks a ton for your overwhelming response, for your questions and for viewing this and for taking the time and of course, for all your support. The next AMA is going to be a couple of weeks after this on the 23rd of November with uh, Storex, which is on the decentralized cloud storage. So till then, everybody stay safe. Thanks a lot once again. Cheers.
1: Thank you. Thanks.